Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. It's National Chocolate Fondue Day, Tony. Do you do fondue? Tony Kornheiser, I fondant. I didn't do it with the chocolate. I didn't do it with the cheese. I didn't want to sit there and take little bites of things and stick them in that junk. I was never that guy, but maybe you were. I was not. No, no. It was a, I thought fondue was dead after the 70s. It still exists yeah. or is it coming back? Like everything else in our lives, Mike, we've been alive for so long, things are coming back for a second yeah. and third term, I believe. I guess so. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, the commanders add Cliff Kingsbury. The Big Ten and SEC cozy up and Wyndham Clark is named the winner at Pebble Beach. But we begin today with the discouraging news that Joel Embiid must indeed have surgery on his left knee and will be out a significant amount of time. No one knows how long until the doctors get in there. Could be a month, could be the entire season, including playoffs. Wilbon, where does this leave the Sixers, the East, and the league? Tony, it leaves the Sixers trying to hold on to one of the top six spots to get in the playoffs without having to be in a play-in. But it leaves them without the reigning MVP, a guy who has, for the time he's in there, if we do this by winning percentage, a great winning percentage with Joel Embiid, like 4-10 and 10 without Joel Embiid. Leads him in an awful place. Yeah. Um, you know, the league, you like players who are entertaining, who there are some people who are big fans of, like me, some people not as big of fans necessarily like you. Joel Embiid is fun to go watch. You, you put your money down to go see Joel Embiid. He's averaging crazy numbers, like 35, 15, and 5. People don't average the numbers he averages, not necessarily even... Jokic, you also won an MVP. So, Tony, it leaves you in a sad place if you're Philly, a team that had hopes. And now, look, I've had meniscus issues. And I know this is not posturing on the part of the 76ers. You don't know the range of time you could miss could be anywhere from three That's or four right. weeks to 16. I, I know this firsthand. So I feel bad for Joel Embiid, who I like, who I voted for for MVP back-to-back years. I did. And I feel bad for the Sixers because this may wipe out their season. Yeah, I'll go right down the line. What does it mean to the league? It deprives the league of a big star and a popular player. There is no question about that. Um, but the league has other big stars they can throw in there. Joel Embiid has never even reached the conference finals, I don't believe. So he hasn't been no, a factor in late May and June. Where it leaves the Sixers, as you say, it may deprive them of a conference championship team, but I don't want to go crazy, Mike, because they're fifth right now. They're behind Boston and Milwaukee and New York and Cleveland. You know, they are the equivalent in the east of what Sacramento is in the west. It's harder to understand where this leaves Embiid. This is unknown. Embiid is a great player. He's averaging 35 points a game. He's leading the league. But, Mike, he gets hurt a lot if you go yeah. see a 76ers game, there's a better-than-even-money chance that at some point he's laying on the ground. They are 24-8 and eight with him. They are 4-10 and 10 without him. But, Mike, you know, he's got an abnormally large body, and he puts it through terrible stress. Jokic does the same, but Jokic is out there all the time like a freight train. Embiid averages 58 games a year, Mike. He misses 24 games a year. He's sort of like Bill Walton without the rings. Yeah, Tony, it's just sad because he missed his first two seasons, remember? And look, I, I sit next to him, we have as a guest all the time, our friend Kendrick Perkins. And I remember Perk shaking his head the other night saying, 
we were on countdown during a commercial break, and he said, you know what? Embiid is probably, forget the listing, he's probably somewhere between 285 and 300. And while that, no one is suggesting Embiid is fat, nobody's suggesting that, but as you get older and knees are your issues, can you come down to 260, 255? Would it help? Can you do it? You look for ways to prolong. Tony, he doesn't have, it looks like, a long career. He just doesn't. The window is so narrowly open, if it still is, for the Sixers. I, I feel bad for Embiid, who I like tremendously. Let's move to some intrigue surrounding the Washington Commanders. The team hired Cliff Kingsbury as its offensive coordinator over the weekend, just days after he backed out of talks with the Raiders. Caleb Williams congratulated Kingsbury on social media. The two worked together at Southern Cal last season, and the commanders have the second pick in the draft and existing questions at quarterback. Tony, does the Kingsbury yeah. hire suggest to you that the commanders think they will be landing D.C.'s own Caleb Williams? This question is not dependent at all upon Washington. It is dependent 100% on your Chicago Bears. Do they want to keep Justin Fields? If they don't want to keep Justin Fields, they are likely to use the number one pick to draft Caleb Williams. If they do want to pick Justin Fields, to, to keep Justin Fields, then if I was Washington, I'd try to trade up to get the number one because everybody's going to try to trade up to get the number one. And you know what else, Mike? I thought about this today. If they want to get rid of Justin Fields and I'm Washington, I would try to get him. I've watched him because of you for about three years now. I think he runs. I think he throws. I don't think he was in the best system for him at all. And I think he's as Agreed. good as anybody out there right now in, in the draft. In terms of Kingsbury, I understand the relationship with Caleb Williams. But Kingsbury has worked with Kyler Murray as well. He's worked with Patrick Mahomes. He's good with quarterbacks. He can work yeah. with Jaden Daniels. He can work with Drake Bay. He can do that. The only thing you can't let him do is be the head coach. Because he always gets worse in the second half of the season. So don't give yeah. him the whistle. Give him a quarterback to work with. Tony, I agree with you right down the line. Right down the line. He works with quarterbacks. You can draft any one of those without maybe trading away so much draft capital that you limit your options in terms of how you build or improve your team. So he could work with any of them, it seems. Uh, you know, uh, Cliff Kingsbury. And in, in terms of the question becomes... And I have not. People are going to say, oh, you, you know, you know Caleb Williams' family. I do. You know Caleb Williams a little bit. I do. I have not asked anybody in his family whether or not he might decide to go John Elway or Eli Manning and say, you know what? I want to stay home. Sure. I don't want to go to Chicago yeah. where they've never had a great quarterback. But I will say this as a recruiter. And I, you know I have said a million times to you privately and on your show and on this show. I want to see the Bears work with Justin Fields. I want to see it work. That's but, Tony, right. if there's a right. place where if you're a great quarterback, you dine out forever and forevermore. If you're a great quarterback in Chicago and you become the first in 104-year history of the Chicago Bears to be a great, sustained quarterback, what a place to do it. Where they do have draft capital and they might be able to hunt down Green Bay and Detroit. So there's, 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 there's determinations that the Williams family may have to make. They may choose to stay out of that. But it is fascinating, Tony. The hiring of Kingsbury does yep. create some questions and speculation.
Do you think that Sid Luckman's heirs are happy with what you just said? Wasn't Sid Luckman a great quarterback? No, that Wasn't was about it? 90 years ago. Okay, I'll, and I cut off the okay, first 20. Okay, you said 104 years. I'll just years. go 80. Thank I'll you. go 84 years. Thank yeah. you. That's fair. Okay. Let's move to college basketball. Over the weekend, number three, Carolina beat number seven, Duke, in Chapel Hill. Number eight, Kansas beat number four, Houston, in Allen Fieldhouse. Number five, Tennessee put 103 points on number 10, Kentucky, in Rupp Arena. Number two, Purdue beat number six, Wisconsin at Wisconsin. On the women's side, USC freshman Juju Watkins scored 51 points in a road upset of number four, Stanford. Number one, South Carolina remained undefeated, crushing Ole Miss, and Caitlin Clark scored 38, leading number three, Iowa, past Maryland in Maryland. So, Wilbon, which college hoops team had the most impressive win? Team, college hoops team was Tennessee, you know, doing that to Kentucky. Agreed. Kentucky, that's fine. That's fine. Agree. It's fine. Agree. I, 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 the, the only player I'd ever heard of out of the entire men's basketball day on Saturday when I tried to watch parts of like 13 games, not counting Zach Eady, was Rob Dillingham because Matthew loves him and said, Dad, you got to watch Rob Dillingham. Whoa, 35, I think I called you. But, Tony, it doesn't matter about the team. And no, no, Juju Watkins and Kalen Clark, that's the order in which the college basketball weekend mattered. Tony, you know I told you this morning on your podcast, I'm worried that men's college basketball is going to jump the shark, that there's going to be erosion even on March, coming off the lowest, you know, watched, viewed men's final like ever last year. Nobody, nobody watched. And I'm thinking that that is going to continue in men's college basketball. But I'll watch Juju Watkins. I'll watch Angel Reese. I'll watch Kaitlyn Clark. I did watch them all. I'll watch South Carolina. Tony, I don't care about the men's slate. And I don't think it's the exception. I think it's the rule now. I'm going to agree with you about Tennessee. You go on the road, especially after you got beat at home by South Carolina, which is an unranked team. And I would go second. I would go Purdue. But I made it a point to watch Caitlin Clark this weekend you for did. a half at least. I wanted to do that. I was getting texts from people with pictures of the long lines at Maryland, people waiting to get in. I had read stories about ticket scalping for Caitlin Clark's appearance. The tickets were going for $250 or more. And I thought to myself, I'm not sure that's ever happened in women's college basketball before. I'm not sure they've had a singular attraction where people would say, she's going to be here. I got to see her. I'm not sure about that. So I watch, and she throws it up from everywhere, from everywhere, yeah. right? And it's not hit and shy. miss. She's not Steph not Curry. Shy. She's not Steph no. Curry. No. But, and I wondered if her teammates would be, you know, angered with that behavior. No. But she's the best passer in women's college I've ever seen. Her eyes are up going down the court. She wants an assist. When she takes it to the basket, she dribbles between her legs. She finds a lane. She lays it in. Mike, I would just say, she's a real star. She's the goods. She's the goods. And by the way, let's by take the way, a break. Tony, I know she's a freshman. Yep. Juju Watkins. Just what? Yeah, I, I, I was unfamiliar. Huh? Oh, no, you're right. 51. I, you're gonna, 51. You know what she's going to do? Let's, she's going to play college basketball for more than one and done. So you're going to know her. That's and right. She's going to become a star like this week. While the men just leave after a year, you go, who? Where? What are they doing again? Let's take a break. Coming up are the Big Ten and SEC preparing to break away from the NCAA. Yeah. And did Wyndham Clark deserve the win at the weather-shortened Pebble Beach Pro-Am? Tony, Chicago sold out of those games before Washington. She did this in back-to-back -back road stops. Chicago, yeah. suburban D.C. She did them in...
Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. The NFL schedule drops this week, and you can be there to catch all the action, live and in person, with Vivid Seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, and every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Time to find out what's on the minds of the minions. Let me get the first time. one here. Oh, I put them in upside down. What does the announcement of a Big Ten SEC advisory group signal to you about the future of college football? Tony, the worst fears of the NCAA are the Big Ten and the SEC tag-teaming up together. And they're basically saying to the NCAA, get out. You've had decades to get this right, to be creative, uh, to be thoughtful. you failed to do it. And now, Tony, what that will include is um, paying college athletes, coming up with some sort of formula in which to do that, um, maybe bringing other schools back in. It all scares me a little bit, Tony, because I don't want to see, even though I'm a very faithful you know, member, alum of one of those conferences of a Big Ten school, it scares me because what do you do if you're the teams out west or you're the teams in the mid-Atlantic and North Carolina, a state that isn't represented in those two conferences, you just go away? But they're saying to the, to the NCAA, get out. You've had your time. And, Tony, they're going to kick them yeah. out. They're going to run big-time college sports, and it's going to start in That's a right. minute. No, you're 100% right. I don't know the details of the agreement. It doesn't matter. The NCAA is in trouble, and other college football schools are in trouble. Because if the Big Ten and the SEC want to, they just print up a schedule, they print up a playoff structure, and they leave everybody else out, and every network bids for it. So the only thing you can do is, if you're another school, is is question, am I attractive enough that they want to include me? Notre Dame, sure. Florida State, probably. Clemson, probably. Oklahoma State, Miami. Other than that, I don't know. The thing they all have to fear is what is the number at which the SEC and the Big Ten cap it and close the gates. That's the fear That's they should all have. That's kind of scary, Tony. I'm worried about college did football. Wyndham, did Wyndham Clark earn his win at Pebble Beach? Tony, you know what? I'm conflicted here. I, I, I want to say no because it's 54 holes. That, now that's, that's happened before at Pebble. Either 2015 or 16, I remember being there, and the weather was so bad they had to cancel. So it's not like this is unprecedented. But when you shoot 60, as he did, 6-0, and you come about a foot and a half right there from 59 on an eagle attempt, or maybe that wasn't the eagle, but you know what I'm talking about, he could have shot 59. The lowest score in the history 
of Pebble Beach, I, it's hard for me to argue against it, but you know today's 60, that's the eagle putt that came up short. Today's 60 is tomorrow's 74, particularly when there's weather, depending when you tee off, all kinds of factors like that. And these guys can all come back on you, just like Wyndham Clark can go out and go from 74 to 62 anytime. Earned, I don't yeah. know, but I don't want to begrudge it. I don't want to begrudge it, given that brilliant 60. I think he earned it because of the 60, because I would ask that anybody else shoot 60. Okay, there's a, there's a, a, a clause in the PGA Tour that they can cut it off at X number of holes if they feel by playing it out, they impinge upon the next tournament, which is waste management, which is a big draw yeah. as well. The irony right here. here, as you point out, is you get a 54-hole no-cut tournament, which is exactly what Liv gives you and exactly what the PGA Tour is railing against. I watched Liv last night. I watched it. Um, at one point, with about one or two holes to go, you got John Rahm, Sergio Garcia, and Joaquin Neiman. They're all tied. Rahm hits a bad second shot or a bad drive into the sand, and so he's out of it. The other two play a four-hole playoff. Mike, it looked like golf to me. Except for the shorts and the stupid team shirts, it looked like golf to me. And I had never said that before. Those are big star players. Enough email. Let's take one last break, but still to come, soccer fans in Hong Kong feel let down by Lionel Messi. Yeah, so do I. Two familiar names put up a big win in pickleball. Tony, bad weather, winter weather hit Pebble. It's coming here. It's following the tour. Oh, We're yeah. going to get washed yeah. out, baby, here in the desert. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Happy time, people. Happy 82nd birthday, Roger Staubach. For those of you younger than we are, which is almost everybody, this will be a sort of history lesson. There was a time when Army and Navy were college football powers, like Alabama and Georgia are now. Doc Blanchard and Glenn Davis were all-time greats for Army. Joe Bellino was the same for Navy. But nobody ever had the service academy and NFL career of Roger Staubach. He was a Heisman winner at Navy in the 1960s, fulfilled his military service obligation, then joined the Dallas Cowboys where he was a six-time Pro Bowl choice and a two-time Super Bowl winning quarterback. He was elected to the Hall of Fame, maybe the last Hall of Famer a military academy will produce. Wow, Tony, I hope not. But it's hard to think about Staubach, especially if you live close to the Naval Academy like you and I have for years, and not think of David Robinson. Talk about bookends, royalty. 
I don't know about you, but I've always felt in awe of Roger Staubach whenever I've been around him. I presume you've had that feeling too. Without question. Every time I was near him, I, yes, I was awestruck, I was. Happy anniversary, Eli Manning. On this day 12 years ago, Eli and the New York Giants beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl for the second time. Manning won his second Super Bowl MVP, one more Super Bowl MVP than his older brother Peyton. But Peyton won five regular season MVPs and Eli had none. No one would argue that Eli was a better player than Peyton, but they certainly could argue that Eli, like Peyton, is a Hall of Famer. There are three quarterbacks from the 2004 draft class who will prompt animated Hall of Fame discussions. Eli, Philip Rivers, and Ben Roethlisberger. Wilbon, who are you putting in? Philip Rivers is a fine quarterback, Tony, but those two dudes right there on the screen, they got Super Bowl rings. I mean, if you're gonna, look, I sat in that room for 10 years, and I know I'd be pounding the table for both those guys. I mean, if Philip Rivers, I mean, is gonna get some votes, gonna get some consideration, maybe he'll make it. But those Super Bowl rings, those two guys, Manning and Roethlisberger, as far as I'm concerned, they're in. Happy trails to the fans in Hong Kong seeing Lionel Messi play. Into Miami continued their world tour in Hong Kong, where 40,000 people jammed their stadium chanting, Messi, Messi, Messi. Messi was there, sitting on the bench in his familiar Inter-Miami pink, reportedly suffering from inflammation in a groin muscle. Messi was introduced as a substitute, but never entered the game. The crowd booed every time an Inter-Miami substitute not named Messi went into play. Ultimately, the fans chanted for a refund. They booed Inter-Miami co-owner David Beckham when he tried to speak to them. The Inter-Miami coach defended the medical soundness of not playing Messi, but the Hong Kong government expressed extreme disappointment and threatened to withhold some money. Three days Ooh. previous, Messi played just seven minutes in a game in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, suppose they, how would they treat load management, an NBA load management situation, a crowd in Hong Kong? Wow. By the way, Kylian Mbappe, report after report after report, he's going to Real Madrid, Tony. We'll see. It takes a while for that stuff to shake out in international football. I, wanted, I, I wish I was there just to hear who started the chant, refund, refund, and how That's quickly great. it spread refund. throughout wow. the entire stadium. Wonderful. Here we go to the big finish. Steph Curry has 60 in a loss to the Hawks on Saturday. Do you find that significant? Tony, Steph Curry continues to be great individually. But the Warriors are 21 and 25, and at Brooklyn tonight, I mean, this is still struggling, no matter how great Steph is. Connor McDavid won the NHL All-Star Skills event. Were you impressed with that? Sure, but I'm going to be more impressed if his team goes out tomorrow night and ties the all-time winning streak record at 17. That, to me, is really impressive. Bulls guard Zach Levine, season-ending foot surgery. What does it mean? Injuries, Tony. Leg injuries, knee, and now foot. Just, just I mean, wipe the Bulls out. Any plan they have to get relevant again. And now Zach Levine. Andre Agassi and Stuffy Graf beat John McEnroe and Maria Sharapova in pickleball slam two. Is that a big deal? Oh, my God. I missed pickleball slam one as well. I'm so far behind. I can't catch up yeah. by pickleball slam three. Last one, will the Cavs beat the Kings for their sixth win in a row? God, no, Tony, I think, you know, these winning streaks at some point have to run out. They've been so hot, but the Kings are getting better too. That's a nice game on a ball night.
We're out of time. We'll try and do better the next time. I'm Tony Kornheiser. I'm not a pickleball I'm Mike guy. Will no. Bond. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. You can get the podcast on the ESPN app or Apple Podcasts. And now.